0: welcome back to another episode of the comms finest podcast with me your host con and of course i'm joined by dan dan how are we doing
1: yeah cool better man but uh glad to be back for another episode i guess
0: yeah same um chelsea just lost 2-0 to liverpool we we're recording this more or less half hour after the defeat as you can tell I'm, i might be a little bit drunk <laughs> so yeah it's a bit different for me a bit of a different vibe so it lift my mood a little bit how are you doing though dan
1: yeah not good man not good no. like i've seen a lot of people like overreacting about this performance without p- see people be like oh you know it's, it's fine we'll just go on to the next game but i'm like just like nah there's there needs to be like serious conversations about what happened in this game um and yeah i'm not happy man
0: i think uh, it's fair to say it's hard to find this middle ground because it seems to be one extreme or the other like Lampard out and everything's going to shit, or it's uh it's okay we'll just move on to the next game there isn't really that middle ground would you agree
1: yeah, 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 exactly, bro. Like, I haven't seen anyone, like, show some sort of middle ground on the TL. And that's why I haven't been tweeting that much, because just, I'm just not in the mood for it. I, I'm, I'm not in the mood for people to be saying, like, oh, you know, someone just moving to the next game. And I'm not, I don't want to see people saying Lampard either. It's just one of the things. is a very frustrating match day. And, um, yeah, hopefully we don't have any audit, more of these in the future.
0: So, my match thoughts, really, are uh, Chelsea were playing all right. Weren't playing great, weren't playing awful, but they were playing all right. Um, until Christensen gets sent off that was I don't know what Christensen was doing there just a mental lapse which has been known for Christensen to do Um, Sumo was nowhere to be found as well but watching that needs to be addressed too so both our center halves there weren't great in that situation but Christensen made such a silly error and it changed the game Mm. like as a fan I was like oh there's no way we're winning this now and I'm pretty sure by looking at the performance by some of the players, that's what they felt too. Like there was no yeah. winning this now.
1: Like going back to the Christensen thing, like I, I thought the red was very harsh um, because I felt like Kepp was going to that ball in the first place, even if Christensen didn't touch Mane. Um, yeah, Zoom ball watching, I'm not too surprised, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, and what, one thing, I, I think I saw a tweet from Nini and it, it really like provided good perspective for me. And it was, if Christensen trusted Kepa, would he have had like felt the need to make that foul on Mane? And I agree with it. Like, if we had like a really solid, competent goalkeeper, I don't think AC makes that foul in the first place. Um, so yeah, it and, understand
0: like, if we have a very solid keeper, a very I don't know, commanding keeper, whatever you call it, that ball's already hit before Christensen makes the tackle. Does
1: yeah, make sense? I agree. I agree. And and that's one other thing, like and like you said that it changed the whole game. Like uh, as as soon as we got that red at uh, half time, I was like, "Come, we're not winning this game. We're either going to lose this game or we're going to draw." Uh, I was saying to you, like, I felt we we're going to get absolutely battered in this second half, and so we did.
0: Yeah, no, for real, we did. And they came out. I think they scored within four minutes. Right, Marne, mm-hmm. the header. Mm-hmm. Great header, by the way, from Marnie. Can't take mm-hmm. that away from him. Brilliant. Um, yeah. Simple one, two. Alonso Sumar, Paul watching us per yeah. usual on their hills, into okay. the box Mane more three header what well, header it was and then the second goal psh, Kepa a Balaga everybody um, I love this guy but I can't defend that crap anymore Mendy needs to come and that goal is crazy like why take the risk why take yeah. that risk Dan
1: you yeah, yeah. um, know f- for me like, I'll, I'll go for you points as well so half time first of all like why was Havert subbed? like Fez, if you want to, like, sub Havertz often, say, brings you for more of, like, a physical presence. But why are you leaving him out on for the full 90 minutes? I don't understand. Like, if you're playing him as a number eight, then, yeah, Fez, I would understand it. But you're playing him as a right winger and then in the second half as as a striker when he's doing absolutely nothing. What is the point of having this guy in the attack? Like, we need to just be hitting long balls up to, say, Giroud or as or Havertz, when it's hopefully get a flick on and just to create something for end. Mount didn't do anything and I just don't I'm not even blaming it on Mount because what do you expect to do in that situation? I'm blaming Lampard for it. Substitutions was I did not understand that at all. Um, I feel like if we were taking Havertz off probably Mount should have come off as well and Giroud and someone else should have been brought on. Uh, oh, Giroud and someone, yeah. Um, yeah, first goal Alonso I'm not even going to get started on Alonso. zuma ball-watching again pretty poor uh and then second goal yeah Kepper, man I do I do not want to see this guy play a single more minute for Chelsea football job I'm sick inside of him I'm really sick inside yeah
0: I think that's the vibe going around I think a lot of Chelsea fans said that like
1: like I I understand like we want to be playing him to like you know I hope he get like his his value a bit higher and we hopefully get rid of him next summer but I I don't care I don't i know obviously i'm not in charge of, like the club's finances but do whatever we need to do just get him out of the club man i i've developed but developed a hate for Kepa, and i can't remember i don't think i've ever hated each Chelsea player as much as Kepa, and that's saying something because you have had the likes so of drink was up course and back your career. so yeah, yeah one point um, you
0: made is where you said about Havertz getting subbed off and he wasn't having the best game but i think he improved since brighton he looks now oh. but oh, yeah. um, i don't f- Get in my head while you take off a player of that quality. Do you know what I mean? Like, even if he's not having his best game, he's still a player of quality and come up and he can come up with a moment. Do you know what I mean? Six foot two as well helps us get out of the press. So yeah. I don't know. I think that was a bit one that was a bit weird for me. And not to see the introduction of Cheru at all surprised me to be honest. Because we needed yeah. the ball and L- like... he's one of the best at giving us that. Well, <laughs> to give any team that.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I, w- I would have understood it like if Havertz came off for Giroud, right? But the fact that Mount stayed on the pitch, I just cannot get my head around at all. And I just don't understand like, what Lampard was thinking leaving Mount upfield. It wasn't like we needed to keep the balance because we were already like fighting a losing battle. So what's the point of leaving Mount on? And it's nothing against him. I'm not saying Mount's a rubbish player. But I just don't think he was right at all for that situation. Obviously, Tori had to come on, but yeah, the, the instruction that of like not seeing Giroud just baffles me.
0: Um, it baffled me as well. And it's a shame for Christensen as well because he was having such a good game beforehand. He was playing yeah. very well and one moment. See, that's the thing though. When you're playing against the likes of Liverpool or Man City, like it just takes one mental lapse and that's it. But one thing I was going to ask you, Dan, is Chelsea's press. Me and you speak about this all the time, right? And with yeah. press, at times, I'm just going to keep it real. It's borderline pathetic. Like Brighton pressed us better than we pressed them when we played them the other night. And today, yeah. do you remember that pass when Allison? so we was high up the pitch, Alisson passed it to, was it Henderson?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then Henderson passed it to money, and then they won an attack and it's like yeah. three passes to get through our press. Like we had to make like 10, 15 passes to get through their press when we did. They took yeah. three. And it's like, Last season, I can understand that like, you can make these excuses like, oh, you know, Lampard hasn't got the players or, you know, the players don't really understand like, Lampard's press, etc. Fair enough, but this is the second season and the standards for Lampard has gone up. So the fact that the press is still this bad, I'm, I'm very, very worried about because I just don't understand how you can have that bad of a press. Like, we had a better press under one month of having Sarri than a year of Lampard and that, that is a big concern for me.
0: No, it is concerning for real. But I will be a bit objective here because it is Liverpool after all. Liverpool are the best team in the country. They ran away, ran away with the league, sorry. I know people are comparing Leeds' performance to um, Chelsea's one today, but Liverpool wasn't playing as high as they were against Leeds as they were against Chelsea. I think that needs to be taken into consideration. Um, mm. They feared Timo Werner. They really did.
1: Yeah, oh, I think mm. that was very really clear to see.
0: Yeah, Fabinho did a hell of a job at centre-back, though, giving props. He he was really good. Yeah, yeah, he was really yeah. good. So even though there was quite high, it wasn't as high as they were against Leeds. And Leeds have that nature. Like, yeah, you can say Leeds' performance was good, but they still took a nil, They still lost. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Colin, if I can ask you this question. So say we had like Chirwell, Thiago Silva, all of, and Pulisic all available. Do you think we're winning this game?
0: I think it's a different game,
1: to be honest. Mm, I, I think it's a different game, but I, I'm still not sure if we're winning it.
0: I don't know, because you you can't be that ignorant to how good Liverpool are, regardless if Chelsea are fully fit, Liverpool are still Liverpool so it's ignorant to say that if we have all these players, we win, but it's a different game that's for Mm. sure, we don't play as conservative we don't sit behind the ball as much and Pulisic will cause all sort of problems like he's Mm. that good and he will drive at Liverpool, he will take on people he will beat people, he will create space for like Timo Werner, like I prefer Timo Werner when he's running off the ball when he's on, to him on the ball that makes sense. And today yeah. we saw a lot of team out on the ball, which I'd like to see him making these movements off the ball. Yeah. And it takes that weight load off him. Like he will draw the attention of defenders, he will drive. Yeah. And then when we have Chirwell, he gets up and down the pitch very well. Thiago Silva, uh, I don't know if he makes much, because I think for the most part we defended fairly well. Before the red card, they had one shot on target. Mm. So I I I think he does make a difference though because I don't think that situation with Christensen happens if Thiago Silver's on. If that makes sense.
1: That's the thing, like I I'm not convinced that we'd win it, but we we would have done a hell of a lot better. We don't see that second goal for a start. Yeah. Um, Chill I think, does a much better job than London does for that second goal, and depending on who Thiago Ch- 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 Silva replaces, maybe that first goal doesn't happen either. So yeah, yeah.
0: for sure, and. With CH, he has the ability to pick that pass out, and Liverpool play quite high. and Timo with is in, so mm. I think it's a, a very different game. I believe if we had a fully fit squad, we would have seen a more. We'd, I don't know, the game would have been more like Leeds than Liverpool. That makes sense, yeah. I think it'd be a look more yeah. open.
1: One thing I found very, very interesting going back to the lineup was um, mm. the fact that Havertz was playing like a false nine and Werner was on the wing almost, but that, that and that's one thing that confused me like, fair as if you want to play like a like a bit more of a focal point up front but then why don't you put Havertz on the right Giroud up top and then on the left like it's nothing against man but I just don't see why Lampard has to play him every single game even if the game isn't suited him I feel like Giroud doesn't know yeah,
0: yeah when Giroud's played against Liverpool he's played well do you know what yeah I mean? he's, and he's I feel like
1: Havertz, Havertz maybe doesn't provide the defensive stability that Mount does but he does a lot better on that right than Mount does and Giroud does a lot better than Havertz did up front
0: well, yeah, but if you're going to play a three-man midfield of Kovacic, Junior and Kante, you, you can afford not to play Mount. Do you know what I mean? Because you are yeah. a very defensive-minded yeah. midfielder. And you've got, you
1: got Kante on that right side.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, Now, I, I do feel Mount's forced into this lineup at times, which mm. is not Mount's fault. Can we just put that out That's not yeah. well, He doesn't pick himself into the team. Lampard picks him. But he's definitely forced into this lineup a little bit too much. Mm. And like he can still be an important player for Chelsea without playing every single game. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't have yeah. to play every game. But Lampard cl- clearly feels he does need to.
1: Mm, yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about Kovacic for a bit because, I, I, you know, there's been a lot of talk in the other's families about like, oh, you know, maybe Kovacic's not as good as people thought. He's not going to play much this season. But I think this game showed why Kovacic needs to play a lot this season because he was arguably our best player, apart from Burn. No, I, I would agree. I
0: think Kovacic was very good in the first half. I think mm. he was solid.
1: Yeah, but, I th- I think the amount of times that Liverpool pressing, he was just able to like glide his way out of that press was unbelievable. And he, he set up Werner quite a few times as well.
0: Yeah, well, he it comes with the territory, doesn't he? He's a press resistant ball regre- um, progressor, sorry. So yeah. it's, it's something Kovacic's bread and butter, and games like this is where he thrives. It's just, yeah. I don't know, a lot of the times we we're seeing Kante's in positions I didn't want to see him in.
1: Yeah, that's that, um, and that's, that's the problem with that Kante Junior Kovacic, yeah. it's, it's like Kovacic. Is like that ball progression Can'te is the like the end product you know it, it is in that end product role that we just don't want to see him in because there were so many times like he was like the furthest midfield the four and it was like if like Havertz or saw is on like a mount, is in that position they do a lot, a lot better than kante and that's not kante's yeah. fault either
0: no it reminds me of um um, sorry kante Undersari. the mm. he had a very yeah. similar role today that's yeah. what it reminded me of maybe frank today was thinking we don't have the firepower to go like stride for stride with you guys. So we'll play a bit more conservative. Maybe hit you on the counter with Timo Ferner's pace. Because I don't see us playing like that with C.H. Pulisic at all. If them two are playing, I don't see us playing that conservative
1: at all. No, I I feel like that's much more an open game if them two are playing.
0: Yeah. But then when you do play and you do try to press Liverpool, like you saw with the red card incident, they got that quality. They're so good. At hurting teams in transition, like they're the best at it. Mm. They're so good at it. And Mane today was Mane. Like he's a he's a top player, and he hurt us. He scored a great header. He made a great run. He gave fucking Christensen the eyes and just ran inside and bang, got goal side of him.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Uh, one more player when it to touch. Wanted to touch up upon was Timo Werner Like, this mm. we already knew, like, he had like a top top mentality after that um, Brighton game in the uh, post match press conference in that interview. But this game, like, the game was already lost at 2 0, and you could still like and go him going for every single second ball, like always making these ones in behind. Like, he won us that penalty? Like, this guy's mentality is one of the best I've ever seen, and he's clearly become one, one of my favorite players. So, I think he deserves a lot, a lot of credit for that. No,
0: nah, he does, he does, he does for sure. Like, I think Reece James was the best part of the game, too.
1: Yeah, no, Reece, Reece James was solid.
0: Um, Reece James started to turn into a really solid right back for Chelsea, and I like that.
1: Yeah, bit of an unpopular opinion, but I said it during the game, and I'll say it now. I think Reece James, like, overall is better than Trent.
0: Oh, well, yeah, Trent didn't really have a big influence this game, so did he? Like,
1: that's the thing. I, I think Reece's crossing ability is just as good as Trent's. Maybe Trent's is a little bit better, but... Uh, this this is only what Tr- Reese's second season at Chelsea, and defensively, I'd say Reece is bad because Trent defensively is horrible.
0: Yeah, because Trent doesn't have that pace. He, he, let's be real; he's a he's a midfielder. He's not a uh, fullback.
1: Mm, yeah, I and would he's, agree.
0: He's been transitioned into this full attacking fullback by Klopp, and I think Reese just has the full package. It's just about him getting them game, like getting that game time, and keep developing. He yeah. has the strength. He has the speed. He has the know how. And I think he's going to be very special for us.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So, Dan, I don't know. I've seen a lot of people get really angry today with how we performed. Do you think they have a right to be angry or do you think people need to relax a little bit because it's Liverpool?
1: Um, I think people saying Lampard out need to relax. Um, I think you're going way too over the top if you think Lampard should be sacked after his performance. Um, yes, it was not the best performance and yes, it's more than fair to criticise him um, for the tactics, for the pressing uh, and just the line-up in this game. But I think saying Lampard out is, is pretty ridiculous because like, I know a lot of people have said it but we didn't have Chirwell, he was much better fullback than Alonso. We didn't have Ziyech, Pulisic, probably our best player or up definitely up there. So, yeah uh, like i'm um, i'm more than happy for anyone to criticize lampard and criticize the players where it's deserved and i think it is more than deserved today um but lampard out is is way too far in my opinion
0: well yeah no i agree i agree and i think have everyone chelsea really missed pulisic today yeah um i know i talk about him a lot but i this kid is world class like i generally believe that he's so good and he can change any game and I think even if we don't win today, he changes that game. If he plays today, he changes the game. i just just yeah. counting down the days till he's fit again, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I think this game is possibly turned on instead of just playing. Because, because we oh, saw yeah, like what, what he did in 20-25 minutes against Liverpool last time he beat them. Mm.
0: No, for sure, Dan, for sure. Like today, I, I'm not happy with the performance. I'm not going lie right to you. I don't think mm-hmm. it was great because it, it was arse. At times, it was arse. It felt like we was capitulating a little bit. Do you know when they scored? I mm-hmm. thought we were going to get stab headed, but yeah, it was only 2-0 and it would have only been 1-0 if Kepa. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I made a point. If we scored the pen and Kepa didn't make that mistake, we could have drawn the game right. And people were like, oh, but if my uncle had balls or like was, Well, no, if my auntie had balls, she'd be my uncle, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm not talking about, oh, if Timo Werner scored this chance here. I'm talking about an absolute howler of a mistake like, mm. an absolute howler and a penalty miss. There are two massive things that don't normally happen in every game. Like, yeah. sure, there's a good chance of misses, but I'm not talking about a good chance. I'm talking about a spot kick and an absolute howler. And both of them things are so easy, easily prevented, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: That's the thing, like, say Caballero starts, and I don't think that second goal goes in and if, say, Werner's taken a penalty instead of Jorginho, that's, that's one more.
0: Yeah. And I get it. It's all if buts, and maybes. And, like, if Kepa didn't make that mistake, maybe Liverpool still press even harder and they try to get the second goal and they still skip that second goal. Do you know what I mean? That mm. still could happen as well. I'm, I totally get that. But I don't know. Just a little bit of perspective here. 2-0 to Liverpool with C.H. Pulisic, Thiago Silva, Mendy, who's also going to be coming in because Kepa's knowing they're good enough. Am I Am I missing anyone? Uh,
1: No, don't believe you.
0: So all these guys who all guys sorry who all be first teamers are not playing.
1: Mm. Liverpool yeah. had
0: their full squad today besides um, Joe Gomez at Celebi. Yeah,
1: and that's to thing like I'm I'm very annoyed at this performance and I'm very frustrated by it. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be as annoyed to say we uh, as I was against uh, in the last Liverpool game because we're still missing all these players that are gonna be like key first team players for us when they come back.
0: Yeah, like, for me, if someone's Lampard out, right, I don't have a problem with that. Like, as long as you're not throwing it in my face and forcing it down my throat, you're allowed to think what you think, right? But if you're Frank Frank Lampard out just because of today, I think you're a bit of an idiot, to be honest. I think it's your reaction, right? Like, if if you've had that opinion for a while, then fairs, like, that's your opinion. But if it's just for one game against yeah. Liverpool...
1: Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, if you've had this opinion, like, developing for a while, then fair enough, like, I don't agree with it, but I understand and like, like respect that you have that opinion but say you, like you're a bit on the edge or like you didn't really know what you thought about Lampard but then you're Lampard out after this game I think that's I don't even know what to say about that like
0: if we was playing someone like a Burnley today and that's the level of performance we gave I would understand it a bit more to be honest I'd still call it a little bit reactionary because it's one game and you know one game doesn't tell a full story but it's Liverpool we're playing the best team in the country so we took, we lost 2-0, it's not the worst result in the world. And as a Chelsea fan, it hurts me saying that, do you know what I
1: mean?
0: Mm. I don't want to be saying, oh, it's Liverpool, they're the best team in the country. Like, I want to be like, oh shit, we lost to Liverpool, we should have won that game. But mm. we're just not that level yet and we have to accept that.
1: Yeah, I think like that, that's the thing like we were all saying before the season started, that this is a season to close that gap. Not like, not like to overtake a Liverpool seed, but to really like, close the gap and really get close to them. And it's only two games in, so we don't really know how this season is going to shape up.
0: No, for real. And uh, I think someone from Sky Sports made a good point And it's like, they wish this game was during mid-season. Mm. When both teams had like fully fit squads, because that that would have been one hell of a game.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I still stand by my point, is Salah and Van Dijk are injured, would you be surprised if Chelsea won that game 2-0? Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, that's a good point.
0: So, but I'm not excusing the performances and people have the right to moan and criticise Lampard for some of the decisions there because they have every right to because he made some awful mistakes today. I'm not Mm going to deny that at all. But I don't know. I, I just wish that from both sides and this is not just from people who are Lampard out and this is not just from people who are, I don't know, extremely Lampard in like, oh, it's okay. It's just one game. Like, I just wish more people found that middle ground were like, okay, I think... From Lampard today, he made X, Y and Z mistake. But let's go on to the next game and hopefully it improves. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
0: so that's kind of our recap on the Liverpool game, guys. And of course, we're just going to answer some of your questions. We didn't want to make this a long one because, to be honest, I'm a bit too drunk (laughs) and I don't want to be talking because my mouth's kind of dry. And Dan is still kind of annoyed. He doesn't sound it, but he is. And to be honest, we just want to get in bed and watch Netflix. So
1: I oh, can't be asked,
0: Dan, I was going to say, in know, separate beds in our separate houses, but
1: okay, all right. well, you got
0: one uh, track mind, my friend.
1: No, nah, it, it, I know you. So as long <laughs> as you're thinking that and not something else, then all right.
0: <laughs> so, um, first question is from, um, dark S K N Uzi. And it's like Hudson the Dwayne future.
1: Um, yeah, it's not the greatest start of Hutton but, you know, it's, it's still very early in the season. I think he's still going to get a lot of chances. Um, but, yeah, he needs to work hard for it. Um, I think, like, what Pulisic did, at, uh, like, he didn't really start that many games at the start of last season, and then he ended it as one of our best players. So, hopefully, Hutton gets on that same track as Pulisic did. And, you know, we all know that he's got the ability, but it's just if he's got that work ethic and the mindset to really become a top player for this club, and if he does, then I, seem, I have no worries with him.
0: No, I totally agree, and I get it. He's a bright talent, he's dynamic, he's great. One v one, he's know, something we lacked in the last two games at times, but it's only two games into the season. Do you know what I mean? There's no point thinking, Oh, this is happening, or this is happening. Like, I know he didn't feature against Liverpool either, which I don't know to some might seem quite concerning, but just a little bit of patience, you know? Mm. Like, yeah. he's still only 19 years of age, and I think people easily forget that he's still young. He might still need to sort out his mentality. He still might need to work that little extra bit harder. You, you just don't know. So you just got to have to, I don't know, trust Frank on that one. But I'm pretty sure Adoui will feature a fair mm. bit this season. You can yeah. imagine, right?
1: Like, we we all know Lampard, like, uh, well, apart from Mount, obviously, rotates his teams quite a bit. So I see no reason why Adoui can't get, you know, an, a couple of opportunities throughout the season. He taste them and then you knows what happens. Then the, then the season completely changes if Adoui. But no, yeah, I, I guess I guess it's just a thing of waiting to see what happens, how he performs when he does get them chances, which I'm sure he will. And yeah, hope hopefully he takes them.
0: No, for real. So next questions from CFC Kush, and he said, honest opinions on Kepper.
1: Uh, yeah, like I said earlier in this episode, I hate him. Like I, I don't want to. Like it's not a nice thing. I hate he just clip, but it's got to the point where I'm, I'm sick inside of him. I am sick inside of him. I. I don't think he wants to be in. It. Like I know, like these reports came out saying oh, you know, he wants to stay five fifth place, but I just don't see it. I just don't see it in the, his character, the way he acts on the pitch. Off yeah, the pitch.
0: I get it. Like I, I'm someone who's obviously had a lot of love for Kepa, right? And I probably still do, to be honest. As much as I tell myself I don't, but for me, I think it's just too far gone now. Like there's mm. too many. What's the, there's too many like ghosts for him at Chelsea. Too many yeah. mistakes he's made. And I don't know, sometimes you're just in a place whether I don't know, it's mental or physical and you're just in a place where if you just stay there, there's just so many ghosts around you, like it will never be good for you. It's just not a good vibe for you. And I feel yeah. like Kepa need to, to leave that fresh start somewhere else because at Chelsea, it's just, it's just so far gone now.
1: Yeah, and
0: I need to play like 10 games on the bounce to even, I don't know, for even fans to consider to get back on your side, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I like I I think it's way too far. Going Even if he had like 10 world-class performances, I still think the fan base still wouldn't really be on his side. And I wouldn't blame him at all. I just think he's been so bad like last season and now the start of this season that there's just no going back now. Um, and, you know, there, there was rumours at the start of this window that like hopefully we've got a to Spain, but it doesn't look like that's happening. So, I mean, if he has to be, he'll probably play a few more games a season against uh, lower quality teams. But yeah, hopefully this is his, his last season at the club.
0: Um, This question's from um, Avi underscore A9. And he said, why is FT so reactionary? And just can't look at things a little bit objectively. And I think I've got a semi-good answer for this. It's because people tweet on emotion, right? Mm. So it's not like when you're angry or when you're really happy or when you're really sad, you're going to give your thoughts in that moment, do you know what I mean? Like, it's hard to be objective if you're really angry, right? Yeah. Like, so if you're, I don't know, you're absolutely disgusted by that performance and you, you are genuinely, genuinely sorry, so angry, it's going to be hard to just take a step back, like, relax. Like, you're just going to tweet an emotion, ain't you? And mm-hmm. as much as reactionary is annoying to see on Twitter, it's good that people are keeping to themselves. you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, people just tweet an emotion and, I don't know, if you saw someone in the pub and you are drinking with them, they'd be like... Oh uh, F this person and so it'd be the same vibe, innit? But you just see it more on Twitter because I don't know, no, it won't go to the pub to watch the game, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like I, I think most people realise that foot, uh football tweet is pretty reactionary, but you know that that's that's what you're here to expect and I think like you said, people are gonna tweet on emotion here. Um and if if you want, you know, like really honest and you know, objective takes then I don't think FT is the best place, but you know, it's it's, it's a good place to
0: come. So, I'm not saying it's for every account, but the day after, it's normally a little bit where people are a little bit more objective, right?
1: Yeah, they've had time to think
0: and they'll be like, okay, maybe. But some people will just on FT, it's so I don't know, so much point scoring that people, even if they generally believe something isn't true, they won't say it just for someone else to call them out to say, oh, you flipped flopped, or do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's 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 really it's a weird platform, honestly. Like <laughs> my advice to some people in here, like if you're religiously on Twitter twenty four seven around FT, just go out and just enjoy your life for a little bit. Honestly, there's some good stuff to do out there. But I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't mean that in a rude way. I just it's such a toxic platform at times and
1: yeah. I don't like, know that that's the thing, like when when we went in the games and we are having really good performances. FT is one of the best places to be. Yeah, yeah. When we've lost the game and everyone's losing their shit, it, it, it's pretty toxic.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I get it. And I get it cause it's, it's all to do with that emotion part again, isn't it? Mm. But I don't know, some people go too far. Yeah. And it's like, instead of saying that was a crap performance, Lampard, you've got some serious thinking to do. It'll be like, oh, that's the worst performance I've ever seen in my life. Lampard, get out of my club. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know. I, I don't mind seeing people be like saying, oh, Lampard, that was crap. Like, what are mm-hmm. you doing? I don't mind seeing it. it's fair. It's fair criticism. But it's when people just like, oh, it's not good enough. And it's just they, when people start waffling, basically, like I am now. When people start <laughs> waffling their points too much, either side.
1: Mm. And
0: it's just, it just comes a bit unbearable at times, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, it's fine.
0: So this question is from Dictator Georgie. And he says, how have the new transfers helped so far? Dan, do you want to kick that one off?
1: uh i mean i'll, I'll start with timo verna like wow this this guy is so much better than i thought i thought he was going to be good but he's so much better than i thought he would be so that just tells you how impressive he's been he's won two penalties in two games he's probably been our best attacking player um and yeah like uh, w- when we were first thing i was worried like when when there were I, I remember like one day reports came out that he was going to play as a lone striker and i was pretty worried about it because i thought like if opponents like limit the amount of space he has it's going to be a struggle for him but he's coped with it really well so far um he's like he's adapted really well to the team to like the league and the physicality and pace of it and yeah man like he's, he's had a really good start and i'm um, looking forward to seeing how he does obviously like chelgi silver chill well ziash haven't really played ziash in that friendly was really good um,
0: yeah well,
1: he was yeah but yeah man uh if,
0: a certain quite habits know, then
1: Oh, yeah, cool. I forgot Kaivos, man. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he struggled a little bit um, to begin with, but I'm not too surprised. Like, I remember mean, we did a tweet, I think it was last week on when we played Bernie and it was like Pudisic, you know, struggled to start with. But after a few weeks, he was uh, he was brilliant. Um, I'm guessing that would be the case with Kaivos as well. Like, we all know Kaivos is, I mean, people have called him a generational talent. That just shows you how good he is. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm just expecting a few weeks of adaptability and him just getting used to the league and his system and his teammates. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure after a few weeks, he'll be absolutely fine.
0: Yeah, because I remember speaking to Ronan Murphy on this very pod that. And do you remember when he said, like, Timo Werner last year, he was cheaper. But in fact, it was actually better for Chelsea buying him, like, this summer mm. because of that progression he made in that season. I don't feel like Kai Havertz has kind of had that, even though he's done amazing things at Leverkusen. He never really had that kind of season like Werner did. Do you know what I mean? Where he really yeah. asserted himself as a player and said, this is who I am as a player. And I think we're just going to have to give Kai a bit more time than Timo. I think Timo's already found himself. And as we've seen from the performances, he seems fairly confident and he's looking good. So I think Kai just needs that bit more time. Because mm. there is a three age gap, um, three years age gap. Obviously, we can't really speak about the players who are injured. Apart from they're making the stands look better, if that's what you want to hear. But, but yeah, I think Kai, he was a bit better against Liverpool. It wasn't great, but he was a bit better. Being mm. used as a target man is not what I want to see from Lampard. To yeah, be yeah. I don't want to see Kai being used as a target man. Yes, he's sits for two, but this guy is unbelievable, technically unbelievable. You don't want to see him playing that kind of football. So that needs to stop, in my opinion. But I think, no, yeah, I, I think the signings will bang for us because... I know I've, we spoke about this privately then, didn't we? And I said, like, mid teams make like, a lot of signings sometimes and there's like, always that chance of a few flopping. But mm. Chelsea actually brought quality players. So it's not in terms of just numbers, it's actually quality as well.
1: Yeah. And it's no, like,
0: yeah. you always get that saying of um, quality over quantity, but we kind of done both. Do you know what I mean? We signed a lot of players, but they're all good in their own respect. Do you know what I mean?
1: Mm. No, yeah, I agree.
0: Right, so this question's from at Frank Lampard. And that's his actual app that's nice and he said tell seriously mod stop with the negative tweets mod stop with the negative tweets <laughs> <laughs> and joking <laughs> so i just had to throw that in there for a little bit of better light in the mood this question is from ch baller and he says is lampard the main man to take us forward dan
1: it's a difficult question um like after the first season and like the business we did in the summer, I don't think so um I, I still do think so. Like I I have more worries than, than I did say at the beginning of the season. Um, like things like the the team lineups, the subs, the pressing, is is a bit of like big concerns for me. But if he can get them sorted, I I don't see why not. Um, like we have seen like the players that we've signed. Like one of our biggest problems is signing the players and like the targets, and just you just realise like if these players are suited to the Premier League or not, and like if you can just tell if like, let let me give you an example for Conte like there sort of signs we were going after like drink water the because of course like these players like you could see they weren't just the type of signings where you would like be changing for league year and year out. Sarri, like we were going after Rugani and like High Sag, like I love sorry but those are not the kind of signings we need. And, like Lampard's gone out he said what we what we need and then he's gone for it like Havertz one last two great stars to see well. like. These are players that can play in the title, in a title-winning team, and Lampard knows what it takes to win that's to be in a title-winning team. So, yeah, like I said, I've got concerns, but um, yeah, if you source them no the concerns, are, I don't see why not.
0: No, yeah, I agree for the most part. Like right now, it's 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 really hard to answer that question because anything can happen, right? Mm. But from him as a player, knowing what it needs to be to be a winner, he's he's won everything in a game, like at club level in England. Um, he's won Champions League. He's won Europa League too. But he knows what it needs. Like you need to win. He knows the mentality you need. You need the ability you need. The individual ability you need. The the team togetherness. He knows all of that. And we've made the right acquisitions. I feel. So that's always a good sign. When we have a fully fit team, I think it would be a lot easier to answer that question. But one point he made in his interview, which I think was a very fair point, is we didn't have a pre season. So for a team like Liverpool, when they're playing more or less the exact same team they played last season, it's fine. They all know each other. They all know how to play and how Klopp wants them to play. Timo Werner, which I thought he joined <clears throat> 10 like days beforehand, right, the training. But actually, mm. Cole said on Sky Sports that he started training two days before the game against Brighton. Wow. So that, that's barely any time at all. Do you know what I
1: mean?
0: Mm. So we need the whole group fit. Um, we need them all training together and we need to be working and growing this season I still expect a third place finish which I feel we can achieve and if we get that then of course he can be the man to take us forward so this question's from Jake Miller and he said where's the Mason man hate coming from he didn't put a foot wrong I love Reese, but he let Mane escape him for the first goal where's his hate Dan
1: Um, I'm not going to talk too much about Reese James I think overall he had a very good game um, and like he, he's shown like on a consistent basis, he can be a top to player for Chelsea. Mace him out, I think, his hate comes down to a number of things. I think number one is he's pre-protected by the stand base by some people, um, and I think most people could admit that. I think second of all is he plays pretty much every single game that he can because of Lampard. Uh, I don't think fans uh, like are the biggest you know fans are the biggest fans of Lampard picking yeah. him out for every game.
0: Can I make an example here? Jorginho got a lot of hate last season, well not last season, the season before last season, because he was like Sarri's boy. Do mm. you see the same kind of vibes with Mount and Lampard? Yes,
1: yeah. yes, yeah. Like the the people who didn't like Sarri that season, you you would find out that most of them didn't like Jorginho either. And I think it's the same case for with Lampard and Mount. Like if people don't like Lampard, the, the you know the case is they're probably not going to like Mount either. Um, and like I, I can understand why. Like I, could, that's the thing, I can understand from both cases. Like I can understand why Lampard needs, like, feels the need to play Mount pretty much every single game. But I can understand why fans don't feel like either. I, I don't think he should. But again, like Lampard thinks he's, a, he's a very important player for us, and he thinks that we're a better team with Mount in it. Um, I, I'm not sure I can agree with that, but I'm not sure many people can either. But yeah,
0: yeah, Dan, I, I agree with you there, and I feel like. I don't know. Mason doesn't always offer a lot in games, which is where some of the hate comes from. A lot of the games is where he plays when he really shouldn't be, like on the left wing, etc. Which isn't his fault, by the way. That's mm. not something he can control. If he gets told to play there, he's going to play there. So I feel that's very unfair on Mason. And I think it's because like, he's like Lampard's boy. So they're the three things. Like he's uh, He's lack of performance sometimes. He's consistent game time and People see him as Lampard's boy, only yeah. I mean, One of them three things is he can control. So I think it's a little bit unfair. Yeah. But then again, people who love Mount, you have to let people criticise him as well, if it's fair. Like if I criticise Mount for a game and say he wasn't really that creative, you can't come at me and say I have an agenda because that, will, that just annoys people because they feel like they can't speak their opinion and yeah. it makes them... Grow and to that's, the and that's,
1: that's the thing where the protection comes in. Like, I know Mount can't control the protection that he gets, but that, that's the reason why I think fans are like, so irate about Mount. Like You can't even criticise him without getting loads of hate for him. And It's the thing like, with Jorginho as well. Like Last season, I think that's another big point. Like People who don't like Lampard aren't going to like Mount either.
0: Yeah, no. And that's how I feel it is, to be fair. And the last question ties in with the one we just answered, Dan. And it's from Adas. I think that's his name. Sorry if I got that wrong. And it's, at some point, where do we start questioning Lampard's love for Mount? He's played 90 minutes in variety of positions for Chelsea he isn't suited to, ahead of others that have deserved to play there. Just before you answer that, Dan, I just want to say, deserved to play there and makes more sense of playing there are two different things. You <clears throat> can't say San deserves to play there if we don't know what's going on, because what I think of straight away is the odoy And I don't want to comment too much on the odoy because even though it doesn't make sense to me, it I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So there's clearly something going on because it, I don't think Lampard's that stupid just to shut him out. But I can't comment. I don't know. Like He could have punched Lampard's missus in the face or something. That, <laughs> that he did. But you just don't know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? So I mm. think the last bit, I'm going to tweet the last bit. So instead of deserved to play there, or of players who are more suited to play
1: there? Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, There's been multiple times where I've disagreed with Lampard about like games that Mount shouldn't have played, in my opinion, that he, that he did for the full 90 minutes, especially last season. But, you know, at the end of the day, Lampard thinks that Mount provides balance to the team and he thinks that we as a team play better when Mount's in the team in like, whatever position, position that is. Um, I can't say I agree with it, but I think... One of the like biggest things about Lampard is like he wants his teams like be working hard and um, to be pressing and providing that balance and win the ball quickly after losing it and Mount is perfect at doing that. Um, so yeah, like, like I said, I can't fully agree with Lampard when he plays Mount pretty much every single game. I do think that he's sort of forced into lineups when I don't think he really should be. But like I said, Lampard thinks we're a better team with Mount in it, and you have to respect that.
0: No, yeah, I, I agree. I don't agree with Mount playing all these different positions at times. But I think all managers have that one player they just really love and they will play him regardless. With Mm. Sari, it was Jorginho. Mm. With Jose Mourinho at Tottenham, it's Eric Dyer. With Lampard, it's Mason Mount. At a point at Man City, it was Pepin Sinchenko. Like, these are all players that at times it doesn't make sense to start them, but they start because the manager rates them highly. Mm. So sometimes you just got to be like, I don't like this, but you're just going to have to eat it up. Which I, I don't agree with. I don't, if you want to speak about that saying, I don't think you should be playing every game, you have every right to be, because sometimes it's not warranted. I'm not saying you can't speak about it, but I just think it's a thing we're just going to have to get used to, sadly. Yeah. So that was the episode for me and Dan today. We just wanted to make it a quick one, because to be honest, I don't want to edit too much. Um, I don't want to be repeating myself either. And yeah just make it short and sweet for you guys to listen to as well because after a i don't know disappointing loss you don't want to be spending hours listening to a podcast about people just making you relive that so we we decided to keep it a bit short and sweet for you guys today so before we end off dan as always is there anything you'd like to say
1: uh yeah it was nice to to get my thoughts out of my chest and um yeah i wish we got the result but um looking forward to the next one
0: yeah Today sucked. The performance at times sucked. A lot of the players sucked. Lampard's decision-making <laughs> at times sucked. <laughs> and you know what? It's Liverpool. It's the second game of the season. So I can get over this. And our next game is against Barnsley. So hopefully we see a drastic improvement there. And hopefully we might see a cameo from players like Thiago Silva and Hakim Sich. So from me and Dan here, we're very sorry about the result. We hope you enjoyed this episode and enjoy the rest of your night.
1: See you.